What up, y'all? It's your man Keith here. Thank you for joining me on the very, very first premiere episode of The Spot. Um, growing up, when you think of The Spot, The Spot was always a place where you could go, felt like home. You can kind of get a perspective on different things, come through, decompress, get yourself together, and then go back out into the world. Um, growing up, a spot could have been anywhere, barbershop, the house, the porch, you know, it could have been anything. You know, today, um, for me, the spot is a place where people can come, be vulnerable, be free, talk about anything that they would like to talk about, the issues. Um, we're going to get real vulnerable again on this show, talk about the culture, the state of current, the current state of hip hop, the current state of, of, of mental health, the current state of just anything um, that needs to be discussed. On my platform, um, I like to base the foundation of, of I can't change a perspective, you can't change mine, but we are here to get real and we are here to talk about it. Today I have a very special guest, my first guest, Antonio Peoples. Um, been a real good friend of mine for years, and um, this brother's a real deep brother. Um, he's got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of perspective on a lot of different things that we talk about daily, so... Definitely wanted to make this a special episode. Have him come through. Antonio, come on through, man. You. Yo, what's up, man? What's up, bro? Welcome to the spot, man. What's going on? Thank you for coming through, my brother. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? Chilling, man. Yeah. Chilling, chilling. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Thank you for coming through, man. I know, I know it's been a long time coming. Yeah. We discussed this, you know, yeah. a while back. Um we discussed this a while back. Mm -hmm. Just as far as um you know, just as far as things that we talk about on a daily basis, man, you know, we talk about perspective on family, you know, different things like that. But I don't want to get into that right now, man. Go ahead and tell the people where you're from. Where's your upbringing, man? Where you're from? What's going on, man? Man, started off in Alabama when I was a young kid. Mm -hmm. um, pretty much came to Cali, Cali when I was about seven years old. Okay. Say. Um, mom took a chance on a man mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, happened to be my stepfather. And uh, the man, he raised me pretty much. Okay. And uh, yeah, you know. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. So, man, you know, um, you know, on my show, like I said, um, we go deep. We oh, yeah. go deep here. Um, and one of the, you know, we'll, we'll just dive right into it, man. We'll just dive right into it. One oh, thing true. that, you know, I really want to speak on is. Every time we speak, and one thing I always appreciate about you is you yeah. always ask me, "How's your mental game? Mm. How's your how's your how's your mental health? How's how's everything going with that?" So, give me your perspective on on mental health these days, man. Like, mm. I personally feel like mental health, especially in our community, mm -hmm. is not taken serious enough. Mm. Give me your perspective on that, man. What what, oh, what do you man. what do you think, man? Mental health is something that. It, it is it is extremely overlooked, mm -hmm. you know, when it comes to just your day-to-day -day and see you interact with others mm -hmm. and you just see, like, you know, just how they may already assume something or just, you know, just going through your day-to-day -day and just, you know, really just seeing how people move and just the impatience, you know, and just the patience. In mm. person, you you kind of, you know, 
I would have to say. You see it from a um, from an angle to where you just like mental health is just like okay, I got. <laughs> okay. got I mean, you know, at the end of the day, mental health is such an important thing in our community. Um, a couple things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going around the the this the culture, it's not cool to say you have mental health issues. Yeah. Um, especially in 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 hip hop and mm-hmm. and just hip hop and rap in general. Mm-hmm. If you look at ninety percent of the rappers out there and what they talk about, they're mm-hmm. dealing with traumas. Mm-hmm. You know, these these people need therapy. Yeah. You know, if you can talk, and I know you know through the through the through the the eighties and and different things like that. All the stuff that they used to talk about in the hood, all the stuff they used to talk about killing and, mm-hmm. and you know, 187s, they used to call them back in the day. Mm-hmm. All of that shit comes from traumas. It's not normal to see somebody killed. It's not normal to see somebody, you know, to see a fiend in the streets. It's, it, it, that wasn't normal. Mm-hmm. But that was life at the end of the day. Right. And we just so happened to be able to make, um, to, to, to give ourselves a platform and give ourselves um the ability to make financial gain right off of mm-hmm. our, tra- our our traumas that we dealt with right. you know what i'm saying yeah. our traumas yeah. that we dealt with there's there's plenty of stories that my father has told me you know back in the hood and, and you know stuff like that that he's had to deal with there's there's plenty of stories that my mother has told me that she's had to deal with and mm-hmm. there's and that's just a normalized thing in our community but it's really not normal mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying a lot of that stuff comes from trauma Mm-hmm. So when you get these these new artists and they they go viral and they 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 you know they they sit up and they mm. you know they they normalize guns and and killing and shooting and and talking about what they're gonna do to this person and do to that person mm-hmm. that shit is mental it's a mental health problem mm-hmm. it's something that they saw growing up it's something that they were exposed to it's something because it's not easy to kill a man. You have to be desensitized in order to to kill a man. That goes back to uh, a sense of detachment. Yeah. You know, that's a different form of detachment. That's like emotional detachment to right. I would say a hundred percent degree, if I if that even makes sense. But mm-hmm. anyways, it's just like when people you know, it's just it's just a day to day when you interact with people or if you look somebody in their eyes, you can see, you know, a lot of people nowadays don't really make eye contact with each other right. or say anything to each right. other because they're already so fickle and in their minds mm-hmm. or overthinking about something that is just probably not that complicated as just saying, Hey hello, or, right. you know, right. Just how are you and or just what's good. Right. You know, wherever whatever. You know what right. I'm saying? And it's just like you know, I people are so worried about um, what others are thinking of them, mm-hmm. you know, and I've always, you know, going back to being a kid, you know, I've always just been me, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of the environment that I was in. I don't think it's the environment definitely that from my perspective, I feel like the environment doesn't play like that major of a role mm-hmm. in a person. I feel like it's the person, how they shape the environment, mm-hmm. you know, because mental health, it just goes back for me at a young age. If we really gonna get vulnerable, like, right? Like, hey, talk your talk, man. <laughs> talk your talk. You know, my mom. You know, she, my real dad. You know, I don't know. God knows where he is. Mm-hmm. And uh, love the man. 
you know what I'm saying, and always will. Um, you know, to a degree, it's like they used to fight, bro, like all the time, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. I was a seven-year-old kid. I see that. And, you know, my mind couldn't fathom exactly what was going on because, you know, I grew up seeing a lot of good times being around my cousins and mm -hmm. everything. Mostly, you know, I had a tremendous amount of family around me, right. musically family. This is a gospel family. So, you know, it it was it was crazy to see my real father just like be a, you know, a Christian man mm -hmm. that, you know, a, a man in the church that wasn't really serving the way that he was supposed to. But, you know, it's just the way things work. My mom was a very kind individual, man. You know, she would always, you know, she would always look out, even though that wasn't her family. Mm. You know, it was it was a lot of juju going on back right, then. Right. But, <laughs> you know, long story short, like, I had a violent upbringing, you know, like, as a kid, like, cousins, you know, fight with cousins, all that. We just wild. Right. Wild right, 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 right. You know, like, to a point they uh, diagnosed me with ADHD, I think. Mm. But, um, you know, I don't have any issues with that now, but it was just back then, you know, mental health starts at a young age. Yeah, for the kids, absolutely. You know? It absolutely does. That programming, you know, as a, as a, as a young black kid, you know, it's just like we, as, as I feel as we grow, you, you know, you choose to agree or disagree mm -hmm. with what it is, you know, and I think one thing for sure, what always kept me, you know, going with my mental health is love. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like that love, man, because I love my dad still, right. you know, regardless. You know, I think loving is learning how to let go of shit too. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's just, it's important, like when you say that word, you know, you can give your perspective on what, you know how important mental health is because mm -hmm. it's it's the pinnacle for the success right of just like a child mm -hmm. you know like that support you know having that i didn't really have that as a kid mm -hmm. you know so i had to just conjure it up by myself and i don't know it's just your spirit that has something to do with it you know when it comes to you know just loving you know what i mean when right. it comes to that it really affects your mental health so it depends on the person and the environment that they were in my environment was still bad because i could have went that route you know i could have been that all of that you know but it was just like that shit wasn't cool to me so you know so i'm just like you know i'm gonna take it from a perspective and i'm gonna go with it and i've always been this intelligent kid my godparents were always put me in positions where there was books Right. So it was just like, okay, it would take me places that would, that does play a role. I'm, the environment does play a role, mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, it's, it's, they would take me to the zoo and everything, man. Like they would just put me in different things that I was just interested in. And I grew up in a school that was just like, had everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. So you were exposed to a lot. I was exposed to it. Like <clears throat> music just like they had the instruments. Right. Like when we were we were looking at the dinosaurs, we actually had like the actual bones. Right. We went to the museums and it's just 
you know, when it comes to it, when it comes to it, it all adds up to, you know, the approach that you have, you know, when it comes to life. So, you know, I mean, I, I can't speak for every other brother, but it's maybe I was just blessed as an individual to right. come across the things that I did because music really grabbed a hold of me in the beginning like right. crazy. Like when I was watching my cousin play on the drums, that's where it started. Yeah. So, you know, maybe... I don't know, man. I mean, God has his ways because it's like, I still feel like no matter how harsh the environment, there's always something to see. Right. Rather than, it's just, what are you really focusing on? Right. You know what I mean? I think I was just focused on what was cool, what was creative, mm -hmm. or what was fun. Right. You know, I think um, that outlet, I think when it comes to mental health, people have forgotten how to have fun. Absolutely. You know, and life is... We only get one right. thing. Yeah. You know, this this is one thing. This is like, it. We don't get any, you know. There are no second lives. There, there, there is no. We don't know what no, happens after. Yeah, there is no second life. You know, there is there's a chance where we could believe in reincarnation, and that might not be true. Mm -hmm. You know, it could be you go to heaven. You know, you believe that. You know what I'm saying? From whoever's perspective or whatever you believe in, it's just this is a, a shot, you know. Even from a spiritual standpoint, if you believe in elevation, you still have to understand like there are parts of the brain where you have to actually just like give a little attention to, right? You know, and just and just delve into things that you don't know about. You know what I mean? But I think a lot of things are just people overlooking the pain, yeah. you know, and don't understand that the pain is a blessing itself in disguise. Because if you really look at the pain, it creates growth. That's one thing why I like about being in the gym mm -hmm. because that's a great way. Another way for me as a mental outlet, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And it's just like, you know, you go in a world where it's so hard right? and people come down on you. As soon as you come out the door, you know, even from the perspective of being just a black man, you know, just going out into the world, you have to deal with such criticism, judgment, mm -hmm. and you might not even be that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Each day I deal with that, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, if a person actually really takes the time to get to know me, they're going to actually get to love me. Right. Because that's the type of person I am. You either hate me or love me, but eventually you start loving me anyway. Right. Because I'm just, um, I'm just me, you know, and I feel like, you know, my cousins, my family, the people that I'm around, I've always been around real people. Right. That's another thing, you know, so it was always, you know, easier for me to kind of, you know, really so continue cool. to center yourself around, you know, know yeah. your foundation, know your 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 yeah your roots. Yeah, I know. And, and I know I'm rambling, but no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, this is this is what this this is what this is what this is about. Yeah. This is about, like I said, it's 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 the spot. Mm. So when you come to the spot, man, it's like you growing up, like your cousin, like where y'all at? Yeah. Spot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And again, it's a place for you to come mm. and and get these things in this perspective off and, and yeah. talk your shit and be able to talk freely and mm -hmm. vulnerable mm -hmm. and and let god speak through you and yeah. whatever it is that you want to say yeah and whatever it is that he wants to reveal through you and that's you another dig? thing too like see a lot of men you know when you get a lot when they get around a lot of men they find it hard to talk about god like yeah i don't understand that's a banned that. subject to in me, our world today you're not a man how can I put this without it sounding offensive? 
a man has to have some kind of spirituality. Of course. To be a man completely, mm -hmm. to focus in order to succeed. I mean, there are some people in life that, you know, they go to atheist route or whatever, but it's just like, why a lot of men feel so unbalanced is because they lack, they don't have, they're pouring too much in the one cup. Right. You know, some men pour too much into the financial cup and they forget the spiritual cup and they mm -hmm. forget the physical cup. The, uh, and what the physical is could be health. You right. Know, your health is wealth because you can't really enjoy wealth until you have health under control. You know what I'm saying? Your right. life could be completely about your health. You know what I mean? If you mm -hmm. don't get it straight. But it's it's like I'm talking about myself when I of say course. these things because it's like, you know, you really understand like when you go through like some kind of disorder or something like that or some stomach issues and things like that and then you know things get real right 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 <laughs> you know right, what right. I'm saying you know but I mean I think the biggest perspective you know and I totally yeah. respect where you're you're coming from mm -hmm. you know um I talk about this with my wife all the time mm -hmm. you know one of the biggest things is when you grow up <clears throat> you're really gonna do two things mm -hmm. You're either going to be the environment you were in mm -hmm. or you're going to take that environment and say, this is not what I want. Mm -hmm. I would say for me, 80 to 85 percent of people mm. end up conforming to the, to the environment they were in because it's what you know. Right. It's what you were taught. Mm. It's your upbringing. If I'm teaching you this and you, you, you started to develop yeah. habits at four years old yeah. and then you move out at 18, what else are you going to know yeah. other than. Whatever it is that I'm teaching you, yeah. whether it is whether it is a father who is abusing, you know, his 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 wife, mm -hmm. whether it is it, it is a wife cheating on her husband and the children know, mm -hmm. whether it is abuse to the children, whether it is, um, you know, um, just different things that are allowed in households. Yeah. And this is where we get our issues. This yeah. is where our issues come. Our issues as as people start as children. People don't really mm. understand that, that yes, you, you, you have traumas and you have things that you go through and shape you when you're, you know, adolescent yeah. and teenager. But when you are a child, this is what you know. Mm -hmm. I have a, a three-year-old who soaks up and repeats everything we say. Yeah. I have to honestly watch everything we say around the house mm. because she's a sponge. Mm. And this is what, you know, I even have to say, I even have to watch the things that I say to other people in my household, like right. my teenager and right. my wife. I can't talk freely like that around, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, I can't do that kind of stuff because this is what she's going to know. I don't want my child growing up knowing that all, you know, she heard was cursing and all she heard was this. And then yeah. she's seen this, she was exposed to this. So this is going to continue the, the cycle. Mm -hmm. We have to understand how to break the cycle at a certain point. Right. We have to, and it starts with our children. Mm -hmm. Because if we don't break that cycle, that cycle continues for generations and generations and generations. Yeah. So when you say you were exposed to different things and you were exposed to to, to things that you yeah. use your hands yeah. with you, you things that things that you you know what yeah. i'm saying you have to learn you have to hear you have to hear drums you have to hear patterns you have to hear that kind of stuff this is not the world we live in today because everything is so it's, it's so accessible yeah. Yeah. nobody has to work it's dumbed down right nobody has to work to gain 
to gain mental mm. um to, to to gain um mm. to gain thought nobody has to, I, want, I guess i'm saying nobody has to think anymore right. you know what i'm saying every because right. everything too, is yeah it's too so accessible right and one thing about you know how can i put this things are a little bit too easy to get nowadays yeah i mean from a perspective now, like even from a producer's perspective, even the drums have been dumbed down. You know, when you hear like the track, mm -hmm. you know, the 808s, you know, and it's like people, I don't know, man, it's, it's just too, I feel like too many people are in positions where, you know, they really need to acquire knowledge in order to go to another step mm -hmm. when it comes to things. You know what I'm saying? So. The more accessible it is, the more, the less you appreciate it, the less you put more time into right. it, right. the less interest you are right. in, in it because it feels like it's just that. It's not an achievement. Right. So it's just something that's, you know, right. easy for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we don't appreciate it. I don't think anybody really appreciates no. that. No. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think, you know, if we just obtained the riches in life or just obtained everything easy in life, it wouldn't feel like you wouldn't feel that necessary confidence as a man. Right. When it comes to, you know, you know, wherever struggle you come from, mm -hmm. the hard times will make you. Right. You right. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And I think we try to, society now is in a place where they try to avoid that. Of course. You know, and we're too sensitive now. <laughs> everything is just, everything is too much at our disposal. That's, that's a whole other subject. You know, disposal. That that, that whole you feel me? Like, being sensitive yeah. and is is a whole another right. Mm -hmm. And 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 kind of going back to, you know, what we were were speaking on, um, you know, as I, I told you told you before, um, you know, I think active therapy for people absolutely is something that oh, everybody should be in. I think therapy is something that Every Man. human being Absolutely. should have to be required to go through man. because, look, man, I, you know, I, I know you, you be in a gym and I know, you know what I'm saying, you do your thing like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, two years ago, you know, let's just, let's just take it back. Let's mm -hmm. just take it back. I grew up in a two-parent household. Yeah. I was exposed to marriage. I was exposed to different things like that. So mm -hmm. when I got married, this is something I knew what I wanted to do. It's right. something that I knew because I, I had seen it. Mm -hmm. Again, you do what you're seeing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You you do what you saw growing up. Yeah. You do what you were exposed to growing Absolutely. up. Absolutely. So when I met my wife, mm -hmm. you know, it was something that's like, I know I don't want to play around anymore. This is I want a family. I've seen it. You know, is it the easiest thing to do? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely not. But I knew growing up this is what I wanted. Now did I see a lot in marriage mm -hmm. that I know I necessarily may not want to use right of course but these are the, but again you take your perspective on what it is that you do mm -hmm. in your household what you saw and tweak it and you you bring the uh, you know what i'm saying Absolutely. Of, of how you the would fine raise tuning. Yeah, yeah you yeah. fine tune it yeah um you know so yeah. i i eventually you know i went through my things you know um i moved out at a very early very early age mm -hmm. um i would say i moved out at 23 I don't know what the hell you know as a 23-year-old going out in this world. I look at a 23-year-old now and I'm like, you're a baby. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're right. a baby. Yeah. You know, um, I grew up with different things. You know, mm -hmm. high school, it was it was cool. But, yeah. you know, I was 
I, I, I dealt with a lot of anxiety through mm-hmm. high school mm-hmm. and I didn't really realize it was anxiety until like just recently. Mm-hmm. Like I'm 35 years old. I graduated high school in 2006. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't really realize that the things I was going through in high school, they weren't just teenager things. They weren't just like, oh, this, I'm struggling with weight. I'm struggling with, you know what I'm saying? I want to, I want to have a girlfriend. I, I want, I like this person. They don't like me back. Or mm-hmm. it, it wasn't just that. It was deeper than what I thought it was. Right, right. And then I get older, and then I start going out and working these jobs and understand and understanding money and living my life. Mm-hmm. And then you get out and you start developing these other types of things that mm-hmm. go on. You start dealing with grown man shit mm-hmm. that goes on. You start having to really poke your chest out in this world because you got people wanting to try you. Oh, man. You got different things. You know what I'm saying? You got different things. Oh, and now gosh. at that point, you you live your life on the defense. Yeah. That's not a way to live your life. You're not supposed to live life on the defense. Right. You keep your head on a swivel, but you don't have to live your life on the defense. And tell. so when I started developing these things, um, again, I didn't know what anxiety was mm-hmm. until up until I want to say a year to year and a half year and a half ago um you know i started to you know i was 400 pounds mm. at one point mm. um i was at my heaviest weight that i had ever been on mm. and um you know two years ago i decided this is a mental thing mm. this is no more physical this is mental right. right this is this is trauma this is this is different things this is i eat out of stress mm. I, I drink out of stress mm-hmm. I, I i you know and mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I was an alcoholic or anything like that, but I like to drink. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like right. I, w- I would like to get on one and, and not knowing it, nigga, yeah. you putting, you know what I'm saying? You're doing more than, than what you know. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So when I got on a scale and that scale said 406 pounds, mm. 406 pounds, mm. I cried. Mm. I cried, man. I cried. I cried because I didn't know where I was in life. I didn't understand how did I get here Mm. how did i get here where and where do i go Mm. to get where i was so i started working out and to this day to the grace of god i've lost over 130 pounds that's right so but but that started dying down Mm. The workout started dying down. The excitement. Mm-hmm. The excitement of you losing weight, you're looking good, you're doing this, you're doing that. That shit started to die down. Yeah. So the depression, the anxiety, all that started to creep back up. Mm. Mm. And when I got into therapy, my therapist said, because I told him I, I work out, I do this. When I when I first got into therapy is when I started to work out. Because not only did I have to work out my body, I had to work out my mental health. And I want to say that they pronounced me as to having um, moderate to severe anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what that meant. Anxiety is the belief that something is going to go bad. Mm -hmm. Anxiety is the belief that Something is always a paranoia. It's, yeah. it's it's a form of paranoia. It's an element. It's yeah, it's an element, but it's a form of paranoia. Yeah. But it's it's paranoia is more for a moment. Mm. Anxiety is a lifestyle. Yeah. 
Because not only are you taking anxiety into everyday life, you're taking it into what your your children. Mm. Your children give you anxiety. Your wife gives you anxiety. Your your finances give you anxiety. Man. Dealing with just daily work gives you anxiety. Yeah. And I really had to really figure out how to control it mm-hmm. until I realized there's no such thing as controlling anxiety. Mm-hmm. You have to sharpen your tools. Mm-hmm. One thing I learned Absolutely. is, how, yeah, you have to learn how to deal with anxiety in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. So going back to when I say dealing with anxiety in a healthy way, mm-hmm. all those years that I was partying, drinking, um, coping with it, you know, with 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 women mm-hmm. going out, and I mean, you know, we 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 lived Absolutely. our life back in the day. You know what I'm saying? We we we, we <laughs> back in the day. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you already know what we used to dibble and dabble in. And, you yeah. know, my, my this is previous marriage. <laughs> you know, love you, babe. Um, <laughs> but this is yeah. this is what we used to do. Right. And I and 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 again, dealing with anxiety, I had to deal with it in a healthy way. All those forms that we were doing. Yeah. was unhealthy way of dealing with right we uh, man um, and you know yeah yeah you know it's it's a it's a total flip too and i think i may have a bit of it when it comes to it because when you go from such that drastic of a lifestyle mm-hmm. and you know that's what you pretty much are used to you know you're right. young you're in the moment of course you know as men you know we are our minds are totally different right. 10 years ago than what they are now. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, going back to those moments, we were so used to that and to just flip it, you mm-hmm. know, and just life, mm-hmm. life happens to a way to it, it, it. Life is just the way that it is, man. It's right. just, it, it goes in different directions for every man. Right. And, you know, and social media doesn't make it any better. Yo, no, it doesn't because, <laughs> because, when, because if you, you, you have to have the same opinion on, oh on, on social media, you know, if, if you don't agree with this person and, and, and the perspective of the world on this oh one subject, oh my God, the world is over. Oh my goodness. Can you speak on that for a little bit? Can you speak on what social media does to people, man? And, oh and just kind of like... It's not good. Yeah. It's because it's a form of conditioning to a lot of people's minds. Right. Because a lot of people ain't getting out the house nowadays. Right, 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 right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you I dig. Know. I can dig. A lot of people just be staying in the house, man. Right. And it's just like, all they have is this. Right. You know, this is, you know, to a form their lover. Right. You know, their right. friend. Right. You know, they have a 14 year old who, who, man, it's this. Their, 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 their venting <laughs> session, you know, a lot of yeah. people go off on social media. And right. A lot of people are going through something as they go on social media. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, it's a lot of venom. That mm-hmm. can be spat from somebody that's not in the right mental health, right? You know, right? In a not in a, in a good mental space, I would say, you know, that could they they could be in a place, a very dark place, you know. what I'm saying from all the things that they've been through as a child that, you know, have given them a perspective on how you and I or how anybody would be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's a dangerous realm to step in. It's it's Especially, a good it's a good and a bad thing. Right, it depends on. What you're looking for, you right. know what I'm saying, and understanding that it is a it is a tool, and a lot of people don't understand that it is a tool. They are becoming a tool to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's using them, and it's a form of, you know, escape 
for a lot right. of people because they don't want to deal with the true reality. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And of what it is because let's just be real. It's a, it's a perspective on like, you know, how do I say this? On just social media and just everybody's life that when you actually step into the real world, it's not like that. You know what I'm saying? There's an ego part of social media right. that I just don't like. You know, I feel like a lot of egotistical people are on social media, mm-hmm. you know, and they're influencing others to be egotistical instead right. of having an understanding individuality. But there is a rise to that, too. It's just it depends on what you're looking for. Right. But it's like regardless of what you're looking for, there's always going to be somebody with a different. Of know, course. And I can respect yeah. the, 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 the celebrities and the rappers and stuff that that, you know, are, are you know, my yeah. handpicked favorites. Yeah. Um, you know, you have your Kendricks, you have your J. Coles, you have you have those those kind of artists who don't post on social media. Right. You never really see them like Wayne. Yeah. You don't really see them posting yeah. on social media. Kind and, of folks. and yeah, and then living <laughs> yeah, because because this Obviously. is because people don't really understand that social media is a fake world. It is. It's not reality. It's not. Just because this person is doing this. And the funny thing is, ninety percent of the time, mm-hmm. They're not really doing what they're telling you they're doing. They're regular right. Joe Schmoes just like you. They got to pay right. light bills, gas bills. Right. They, 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 they do the same right. shit as you do. You right. dig what I'm saying? They're not showing you right. all. Not everything is what it seems. And I think that's one thing that I've always kept with me as a child. Right. You know, like I was exposed to a lot when I was young. You know, a lot of reality. Right. So, but I was also exposed to a lot of the good things that are in reality because if you if you don't pay a lot of people don't pay attention right you know what i'm saying like you don't pay attention to the beauty of of things that are in the struggle of wherever you are the pain that you're going through you don't pay attention because you're so focused on the pain mm-hmm. but it's just for me it's just just taking an approach of just looking at it from dang just life is an art right it's just an artistic right way of how you paint your picture right you know like you could be a warrior in the streets or whatever or you could be that intellectual brother or you could be both or you could be it just it's just really the approach of how you take life right you know and what you make of it because you could be in a position where things could be a lot worse right of course anything you know going into a and i think you know Going after culture, um, no, no, I'll go for it. Yeah, I, I think one of the the biggest things, like you said, is, um, you know, for 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 me, from what I understand, is yeah. nobody listens. Right. There's there's too many Short attention span. Exactly. Selective there's, hearing. Exactly. That. There's there's too many yeah. quote unquote leaders. Right. I, I wouldn't say that these people yeah. are leaders these days. Right. But there's there's too many people who want an opinion. Mm-hmm. This whole Look at me, culture. Yeah. I can do this. You right. can you doing that? I can do this. That's what you're doing. Well, let me go here and do the opposite of you just to yeah. spite you. And and then if, if the rest of, and if, if I don't agree with you, uh-huh. let me go tell everybody to cancel your ass because I because this is not what this is not what what we all should be agreeing to. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. My, I grew sheep up mentality. Exactly. Exactly. Mentality. Exactly. I grew up with understanding you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Yeah. Because you're supposed to listen twice as much as you talk. Yeah. That's an old school. 
that's an old school gym for you young folks out there. <laughs> Listen two more times, twice as in when you talk, because the way that the world is set up right now, <clears throat> there's a narrative that um, there's supposed to be one opinion out here. You dig what I'm saying? Like everybody's supposed to go with one perspective. Mm -hmm. I if I have a different perspective of what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. Then I'm this, I'm that. You label me a mm -hmm. certain point. You dig what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But like you said, it's a sheep mentality. Right. It's a follow this to stay in this realm. Yeah. And, you know? And it's like, um, I feel like the thing with me is I've been, I've been put in some very fortunate positions to understand a lot of the youth. Mm hmm and just the, the way that we were as you too. Right, right. So I try to take it from a perspective of I probably did that. Right. I probably did that at some point. But I grew out of it. And mm -hmm. it's just like with this one, I don't know. You know, a lot the of I don't think they're going to grow out of it. Right. It's just programming. The programming is so heavy now. Mm -hmm. You know, I was in the days, we were in the days mm -hmm. where it was cool to be you. Right. It was cool to be different. Mm -hmm. You know, even to a point, different wasn't really accepted back then. But right, it was just like when you were cool, you didn't care. Right, 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 you know? right, right. But now it's like everybody's taking a watered down approach and copy and paste mentality. Right. It's just like, oh my god, that's a great one. That's you a great know? one. It's and copy it's just and paste like, mentality. I can't. I can't do that. You know, right. I need to be around something. As authentic, because mm -hmm. I'm an artist. You know, I just I just don't see the forms because everything is about getting money now, and, mm -hmm. and that's cool too. You know, but it's just like. But that's what we're shown in our music. Yeah. You know? If you're yeah. not, if you're not talking about money, you're not talking about sex. You're not talking about violence and guns. Right. You're not talking about what you're gonna do is and this is that and half the time these niggas ain't gonna do shit. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's crazy. Ninety percent of the time, that these cats out here. You know, I see them, and I can't, I can't speak for, you know, obviously rest in peace to all those who've lost their yeah. lives. You know, yeah. um, so you know, over the past, you know, you know, five six years, we've been dealing with, you know, we we deal with, the, you know, the Nipsey's who've lost their lives, yeah. the Pop Smokes, yeah. uh, the P and B Rocks, yeah. you know, yeah, and it's it's mainly over some street shit. So, yeah, but a thing, but the the problem, the problem, what I have of what we do, is that we put these things in our content mm. and you know what they say yeah you go knocking on the devil door he's gonna answer absolutely you understand you'll find what you're looking for he's, yeah you'll find what you're looking it's not very hard <laughs> to find. find you quick right but the problem is is yeah. these people may really be about that but right. these kids are doing the same silly shit out here and mm. losing their lives yeah you know they're they're robbing out there. I don't know. Yeah. You've seen the news, man. This this shit is getting crazy. Every time I look around, somebody this new store getting robbed. Gucci, yeah. Gucci, Gucci YSL. Store. I've seen, and it's all yeah. brothers. It's all sisters out here That's doing crazy, this man. dumb shit. And it's again, these people need mothers and fathers. Mm -hmm. There are no such thing as an ass whipping no more these days. Nah, man. I'm telling you, we used to get our ass whipped, man. 
whipped my back last, in the day. My last ass whooping was when I was 15. Come on, man. 15, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> so, you know, when you got in trouble on the outside, you would yeah. rather be in trouble out there than go back home and man. be in trouble. Shit. You you think I want to go home and deal with my mom and daddy? No. Man, you crazy. No. Take me to jail. I'd rather deal with y'all yeah. than deal with them when I get home. You dig what I'm saying? Man. So, but that's, that's the thing. Nobody's scared anymore. That's nah. the problem these days with these young cats. There is no respect anymore for elders. Mm -hmm. The young raise the young. These parents are sitting out here having kids when they're yeah. 30 and 40 years old. And they're too tired to, to, to yeah. go and deal with the youngsters anymore. Yeah. So these kids are raising themselves. Their tablets, their phones, the, the hip-hop culture, mm -hmm. everything that they're doing, they're raising themselves on. And they're, they're learning how to yeah. become men and women by rap lyrics, mm. R&B lyrics. And they're, they're, that's how they're. That, can you believe that? That this yeah. is how these children are being raised now because yeah. the parents just don't have the energy to do it anymore. There are yeah. no after-school programs that 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 we used to go to the boys and girls club. That yeah. shit is played out now. You know, there there there's. I mean, they, I'm sure they do have them out there, but it's not as popular mm -hmm. back then. Mm -hmm. Back then on TV, what you used to see always PSAs, boys oh, and girls man. clubs. You know, this and this after school program, Man. this and this and that. Yeah. We don't have that shit no more. You McGruff, know what we have? McGruff. McGruff. Stay out of gang. Stay out of gang. Stay off drugs. They stop all they that. They stopped all they? that shit. You remember the lady that with the hair? You remember bro. the lady with the hole in her damn throat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lady used to scare the shit out of me, dude. Right, right, right. Yes, nigga. I'm telling you, she used to come on at like like 12 o'clock at night and I turn the TV on, oh. I turn them right off, dude. dude. She used to scare the hell out of me. I ain't never smoked a cigarette <laughs> because of that. Oh my God, bro. She's just- The influences. Yes, it was a, it was a, a scare, it was a, it was it a was, scare tactic. We were blessed. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. But that's a, not shown anymore. No, 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 no. It's not shown anymore. Nah, These nah. kids aren't scared of anything anymore. That's nah. why they'll go take fentanyl. They, 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 yeah. they have so much access to it. It's in candy. It's in this, it's in that. And you know the the worst thing is having to talk to a fourteen year old about just don't don't take don't accept anything from anybody out here. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not gonna have the world raising my child. My, I'm I'm not gonna have the world raising my children, and I'm not gonna allow the influence of whatever it is raising my children. Look, I have heroes. My first hero is the Lord. You know what I'm saying? And it, it trickles down. My my father. You know, and then you know it, it goes down to the influences that I have. You know, growing up and, and different things like that. There's no mentors out here anymore. There's nah. no OGs anymore. The nah. OGs are dead, nah. too old, or the OGs is is our age. We the OGs at this point. Right. We the young OGs at this point. Yeah. But we were fortunate enough to have OGs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They to talk, give us yeah. respect of yeah. of life and and yeah. just kind of give us, um, you know what I'm saying, the game so that we can yeah flourish. You know, and and I think what it is is. A lot of the OGs are probably just, I don't know if they dying off or they just like just, it, it, one thing's for sure, the respect is gone, they're gone for sure. Yeah. So, you know. He's I, even I believe, scared no more. Yeah, nobody, nobody really cares for any advice from the OGs. Mm -hmm. We just feel like everybody, everybody feel like they know everything. Right. You know, and they feel like they got life in the pocket, but life is, life is all about life and things happen in life and you just can't predict where it goes right so you know it's good to have somebody who knows something that's right. got a couple of years of, right you know a couple of decades of experience on you mm -hmm. and probably got more experience in areas where you ain't never experienced right you know so you know sometimes it just takes that humbling of self for you know to to, to even just like take that advice 
You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, the way things go and the way things turn out, you know, you just, it's just good to have some old school stuff that you know that probably worked for right. a long period of time. And it's just solid foundation on how to really, you know, you know, put you in a, in a better situation. Right. Whatever, wherever your circumstances are in life. Exactly. So. Exactly. Man, I wanted to talk to you in regards to, you know, we, we keep it about the culture around here. We mm-hmm. keep it about, you know, different things that happen in our, in our culture within our community. Yeah. And I would love to, you know, yeah. I would love to speak on it. Yeah. So a few days ago, um, over the weekend, there was uh, the, I think it was the Alabama, the yeah. Alabama brawl. Oh, man. Where you had, that was the very first time I was so proud. Yeah. And I don't, I don't condone violence. Right. I don't, I don't wish yeah. hurt on pain on anybody, but I do believe in defending yourself by yeah. any means. I'm a yeah. firm believer in that. So when I saw that, I said, man. <laughs> finally we're not competing against each other finally we're not going viral for shooting at each other finally yeah. we're not going viral for stealing shit out of a yeah. store finally we're unified in something yeah. now that was a great moment mm-hmm. great moment it's it on social media it brought us together we had memes we had a great laugh about it we had different perspective and then 24 hours later yeah meg the stallion oh my god tory lane my goodness situation comes out and guess what it does divides us again yeah can you speak on that man can can, can we get a little perspective of of what you think about this entire ordeal, man, and what and how the media man. had the narration, the, the the narrative of the media, and how they do that too. It to me, a lot of things are just distractions. Right. And I think people are. It's just that social media part of things, you know, mm-hmm. because nobody truly knows anything, you know, unless they were there. Right. <laughs> right. So I'm always a see it to believe it type of person. And that's what I was taught about the old school. See, right. believing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But only thing that you, sh- you, you know, except for God, that's a different right. story. Right. But, you know, that's, that's, that's something that even seen, I've seen too, mm-hmm. you know, to a point to where I, I truly believe. But we'll go into that on another subject. Right. But just going back into the whole division thing and just like how, you know, it's just people are not seeing the bigger picture right. of what's really going on. You know, what's really going on is just, you know, the demise of the black race. Yes. You yes. Know, I was like, hoping you say it. I was hoping you say it because you, you dropped the gem on me the other night. And you said, you know, you said this is a form of supremacy. It is. And it's a what, form of supremacy. So speak on, on your perspective it's of the demise of the black race in a whole. But mm-hmm. the, the center is the black man. Right. You know, if the black man is strong. You know, in the aspects of of just focus, because mm-hmm. a black man is more dangerous, you know, than a murderer when he's focused. Of course, because even a murderer is focused in a pen, in a, in a way. Let's not go there, but right, right. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying it's just like the drive, right? And just like when a queen is beside that man, you know, not just to give him reassurance, but 
Because a woman is an incubator. Mm-hmm. But if a man is strong, a woman provides even more stability mm-hmm. to the black man. We are stronger together. Right. And what what's going on right now is a lot of wars between sex and things mm-hmm. like that. And for the black man, they know the demise of the black man starts with the black woman. Right. The black woman is out of control. So is the black man. It's just it's chaos, you know. And a lot of these things, like I said, are just distractions mm-hmm. from us focusing on us, you know, and us doing the work. That goes all the way back to mental health. Everything is a connection mm-hmm. and even spirituality because a lot of people feel like a lot of relationships don't work is because people lack spirituality. Mm-hmm. Nothing is going to work unless you have some kind of balance in your life. You know, when it comes to God or whatever you believe in, in the center of any type of marriage or any type of relationship, you should have that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're taking somebody serious. Yeah. Ain't nobody taking nobody serious nowadays because we're getting so many dopamine hits from social media. You know what I'm saying? And it's just another, it's it's too many distractions. Mm-hmm. And people will take what they learn or what they see online and then they'll go in public and have that perspective. And that's not even true right. of people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the whole gym culture too. Yeah. It's bad. Like, yeah. it's just bad yeah. everywhere. Like, yeah. there used to be a time where men go into a place and he's there to learn from people. Mm-hmm. And he's there to to get a perspective from another man like the barbershop. Right. Probably can't even do that now, you know, because men are, you know, in their whole bag and they talking about this and they bragging about that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know. I think one of the biggest things that divides us is, and it starts, it starts from how do I, how do I put this? So going from the the Meg Thee Stallion situation, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not here to say what this brother did, mm-hmm. what he didn't do. Mm-hmm. Nobody was there. Right. Nobody can honestly say because the funny thing is, is when we when we see these things and we like you said, we see these distractions. As mm-hmm. we, call them. we see these things that these people are talking about. We see all these different opinions, and then everybody wants to play investigator, right? Because they're fans of these people. 90% uh-huh. of the time, they're fans. You know, the yeah. women are fans of Meg. You got yeah. guys and, and women who are fans of of, of, of Tori. And <clears throat> it's yeah. coming from a one-sided perspective. And <sighs> for, for for the, you know, the ones... And again, I can't speak on what the sister has, has been through. She has... Apparently, she has been shot. Mm-hmm. I will never say that something didn't happen to somebody when mm-hmm. they're saying it didn't. Mm-hmm. However, substantial evidence shows that nothing pointed back to this brother doing that. Now we're going off of a hearsay. Yeah. Just like they did off of Bill Cosby. Right. They're going off of a hearsay. Yeah. Again, I do not, and I repeat, I do not, and I will not say that something that you accusing somebody of did not happen. Mm-hmm. I can't say that. But when there is no proof, and you're talking about taking some lights and some time off somebody's life, mm-hmm. 
there has to be a deep there there's something that there has to be something else. There has to be another resolution than just locking somebody up for 10 years. I'm going to tell you, man. Look, I worked on a boat, a cruise ship, as a housekeeper and all that. You know, did that for about six months, you know, for not even a year. And being on that boat for six months was exhausting. (laughs) And we worked, you know, 12 days a week. Yeah. You know, but it was fun. And we were at our disposal. We can get off the boat. We can dock. We can mm-hmm. go see things. You know, you make friends or whatever, guests and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, over time, you know, you get tired of being on that boat. Right. Because you're going up and down the river. Of course. Up and down the river. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, cool. You get off and everything, but you get tired of being on that boat. Mm-hmm. And this was a six-month thing. Can you imagine a man being in a 12 by 12 cell for 10 years? 10 years. And this man is in this facility for 10 years. Right. Like. Right. The six months that I was gone, bro, mm-hmm. when I came back to L.A., everything was different right. for me. Right, I right, felt right. like I was lost. Right, right. Six months. Right. You're being on a boat. You're going up and down the Mississippi River for, you know, for that time period. You're making friends or whatever, but just still being on that boat gives you some kind of anxiety. Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know? Right. So being in a prison for, 12, for 10 years, man, is just... That man ain't going to understand anything when he come back out. I thought it was something interesting that you said the other day. You said this is sending a message not only to hip hop, not only to to black culture, but this is sending a message to black men. Mm -hmm. And what it is, you have to understand, six months you lost so much information on right. the outside world on actually how right. to how to do things, mm-hmm. you know, and just how to cope with yeah. society, you know, in a, in a, a six month period, but in a ten month period, ten years, I mean a ten year period, mm-hmm. you're not gonna really understand. You're not gonna really understand what's going on once you step out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna be a whole new world for you. Right. So coming back in, you know, is it's gonna be different. You know, it's just because you've been in such an environment right. for such a long period of time. You know, yeah. your brain is reframed around that environment. Right. So, but shots out to believe... people that know how to do that. Yeah. But for, yeah, for it a takes young a lot. man going in it and, and, and understanding that he about to serve 10 years. Right. For something as petty as shooting right. somebody in the right. foot. Because we all them. know. <laughs> we all know worse. Right, we right. all know somebody that's, you know, done something a whole lot worse. Right. And God, a lot less time. A lot less time. You know what I'm saying? But this is, again, like you said, this is a message to black men. Yeah. Your days are numbered. No matter how, what they want to show black men is no matter what level of life you're at, we still. We can take it away. We still can crack that whip on you. We can snatch it. You know, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to hit your pockets. I'm going to put you in prison. And how I'm going to do that is I'm going to use your women against you. Because if you look in the Bible, the demise of a lot of men were women. Were women. You know what I'm saying? And this <laughs> shout out to all the queens out there. I don't mean nothing bad. Like I ain't trying to say, you know, anything bad about y'all. It's just your beauty. Right. It's your beauty what captivates us as men. All right. And we want to be around beautiful women, of course. Right. But you know a lot of the times and a lot of the times, and this is another perspective. Right. A lot of the times, 
the demise of man is because they can't think past mm. what their flesh wants. Mm. They can't think. See, when a woman comes in a room, this is and this is why I tell this is why it's so important for me to raise my children correctly, mm. because mm -hmm. what you wear out in this world, right? What you know, you these I see these girls, little girls, you know, right at my, my daughter's school when <laughs> oh, I drop them, they have the, the tiny shorts, the shirts Bro. that are showing their stomachs, that are showing their, you know, their cleavage and different yeah. things like that. Yeah. But you have to understand when a man comes in the room, the man is thinking visually. Mm -hmm. He's not thinking let me just go, you know what I'm saying? That's why the first thing to a man is attraction. Right. It's not, a, we're not attracted to a woman's heart. Right. When we first meet them. Right. It's not, it's not what we're looking at. Mm. We're looking at something. We're looking at the visual. We're looking at the, the body. We're Absolutely. looking at, we're, we're not, we're not, we're not worried about what's on your brain. Right. Right. They're worried about the piece of skin that's showing. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I think as men, if we can tighten and discipline ourselves up, right. maybe we can stay out of a lot of trouble that we put ourselves in instead of blaming a lot of the things on the women. Now, the women, on the other hand, mm. have to stop playing games yeah, and have to stop putting themselves out there mm -hmm. to be a certain way. Mm -hmm. And then when it's time to get down that yeah. way, you want to cry wolf. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't don't you put yourself out there to be this way. Now when it goes down, it's like, oh my God, this happened. Mm. You put yourself out there this way. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I I I I don't. So I have like a, a different perspective perspective on mm -hmm. it. This is why I tell my 14 year old there will be no stomach showing right. you will not be having half shirts you will right. be having stuff that's respectable for a young lady right. to wear i'm not trying to have you dress like a nun but you ain't gonna be dressing like sexy red right. and, 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 right. and 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 um yeah. all them you know what i'm saying all them females <laughs> i see out there you know what i'm saying you're not gonna be dressing like that yeah you know what i'm saying yeah and 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 so and so we just have to i i, so, I, I see as men we have to stop putting ourselves in dumb ass situations right. like what this young brother did you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. um so whatever the situation is from what i was reading they were all intoxicated mm -hmm. um whoever had a gun it was it was with the three of them whoever however yeah. it was it was with security i don't know the entire yeah, entire origin of the story but what yeah. i do know is it's a situation that situational things that we put ourselves in to set us up for failure right. and we set ourselves up for failure not only as a man but as a culture at the end of the day look when i turn on the news i don't want to see black people in bullshit i don't want to see another black man taken into custody right. for 10 years and taken into jail for 10 years or whatever it is i don't want to see another black man dead i don't want to see that i mm -hmm. want to see us flourishing building businesses creating um generational wealth yeah um um you know, doing something different. There's one person I really respect in this in this in this industry, and that's Master P. Mm -hmm. Master P has not um, Master P has gotten to an entire different realm. Master P has gotten into a entire different market. Right. Master P is doing cereal. Man, teaching people like he's doing dropping foods. jewels, man. That's a whole nother. Man, that's a, a whole game. yes. That's an entire. You got E40s out there doing the same yeah. thing, but there 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 there's so many different things that we can be doing to keep ourselves busy. To keep ourselves out of trouble. Yeah. But this whole again goes back to sheep culture. Look at me, culture. Look what I got. Mm -hmm. Look at my chain. Yeah. Look at my chick. Look at this. Mm -hmm. 
There's things that come with that. It's the Mr. Me Too. Thank you. Me there's too things culture. that come with that. And there's things that you're going to have yeah. to live with by going out and putting yourself in situations like this. So now you got another brother who's lost 10 yeah. years off of his life, yeah. off of some dumb shit that he may or may not have done. Right. Nobody truly knows what's of course what really take, took place there. But right. I just, what I don't like is just the fact that there's so much bias. Yes. And then... Like it goes back to that whole thing when I talk about the internet and people being in a place of a dark place. Right. And then they come on the internet and then they give their opinion about how terrible all black men are. Right. And it's usually coming from black women. And they say all black men are predators and abusive. This, right. This one woman went off on me so bad, bro. I remember, <laughs> you know, showing you little bits mm -hmm. of just like that. And I, I, sh I showed you the thread. Right. Of just like how much hatred that this sister had in her heart towards me. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, from a point of what I was coming from was just people can't even joke with each other. No, anymore. no, 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 no. You know, without again, it, it goes back to that. You have to point. have, yeah, you have to have that opinion. You, and if you don't have my opinion, yeah. then you're you're yeah. wrong. You're this. You're misogynistic. You're you're you're. I'm you know what I'm saying? You, like, and it, and come it on, man. To a point, bro, where people could like, it can get where lawsuits are involved and, and right. courts are involved and things like that. right. But just to be in a position where a sister just wishes ill will upon a black right. man, another, you know, our own melanin, mm -hmm. you know, what you come from, mm -hmm. you know, is just is it hurts. And I know? think I think it goes and back it, to not from a not a, from a perspective of an emotional thing. It's right. just it's from an outside perspective of just where you give empathy and you just want to you see some you just want to see people win. Mm -hmm. But when you see somebody has that much hatred, it's like you need to go get some help, man, mm -hmm. because it's like you're 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 adding to the fire. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not, you know, putting things away. You know, we're 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 creating more issues mm -hmm. than solutions. You know, and that's one thing that is just, it's so important right now. I, I just, I wish there was just some form of free therapy for black people. Yeah, absolutely. You know, where it's just like, because people, we live in times where things are so expensive mm -hmm. and just a form and you have to have, you have so much to worry about utilities, bills and things like that. And a therapist charging you $75 an hour, right? you know, for some time. Just to, you know, vent because a lot of people can't vent to their homies. Right. You know, and even if that, you don't want to keep venting to your homie because you're going to become to a point where, you know, it's enabling. And then it's just like this man has his own life. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, like I speak of you, you know, when it comes to things and certain men just don't have that outlet of 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 of, of just like. You know, having that, mm -hmm. man, it would just be such a great thing. But, you know, it is what it is. I think the vulnerability, the, it's the lack of vulnerability that we're able to to per, to to be able to display as a man. Mm -hmm. It's hard for us to go to another man and say, hey, I got this problem, bro. You know, um, you know, what 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 is your what is your take on it? Sometimes mm -hmm. sometimes I'll, I'll get calls from homies and it's like. OK, I don't need to give you gems right sometimes you just need an ear yeah i'm not here to i'm not here to say this is what you need to do you need to do this you need yeah. to do that because that's how i live my life this right. is how i would do it if you ask me to, to 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 give you some perspective on it then i'll do that but i'm not here to say this is what you need to do because your life is going this way 
Right. 90% of the time, all a man aspect. needs is an ear. That's it. That and I think aspect, the, the, yeah. the the vulnerability, going back to the vulnerability, the, the, the really screwed up part about vulnerability is, is it's hard for men to give that to somebody because we feel like it's going to be used against us. Absolutely. It's going to be used against Eventually, it's going to be used against us. Because that's what happened to a lot of young men as they grew up. Right. They always get let down. Right. You know, by friends, by mm -hmm. society, by your family. Mm -hmm. You know, I grew up like that too. Right. But where what a lot of young men are going through right now is they're harboring all of that. Right. You know, and it's, it's turning to a wound. Right. That is not, you know, healed. And it's still deep to a lot of these young men. So right. they're finding ways to cope by, you know, doing this sporadic stuff, you know, in the streets. Right. You know, and... I understand that. Right. I come from that too. Right. You know, like my cousins, you know, they the way that they went about it was the way that they went about it. They right. they was they are the gangsters. Right, know? right, right. We right. all got the family of members, course. I'm sure. Of course. You know, that that that's doing time or of something course. like that. But you know, we got that those examples, you know, the ones that was really gladiators in the streets. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's what it is, you man. know. That's what it is, man. It's crazy, you man. Know. You know, it's just yeah. It's the Life world is interesting. In. The world that we, the world that we live in, I think just there's a lot of people just hurting. Right. Right. Tell, there's only two people in these kind of lives: the people that are hurting and the people that are loving. Right. Right. And the people that are loving eventually become the people that are hurting. Right. That's what's going on right now. Right. You know. Right. That's the scary but part. But there are some people that are tired of hurting. Right. You know, and they're just ready to love. You know. That's, that's great... where I'm at with it. But see, when you get to that point, that's where you start to understand. You start seeking other things mm -hmm. to try to help you. Because I've always been in that state of where if I don't know how to get out of this, I'm going to figure out a way how to get mm -hmm. out of this. You know, and then it's just as a man, you always held accountable regardless. Mm -hmm. Men going to keep holding you accountable one way or another. Of course. Not even verbally, physically. Right. You know, you're right. going to get humbled. You know, that's one thing about that I love about the gym because... You have this ego going in there thinking you about to lift this extremely <laughs> heavy weight. And you may have lifted right, right, before. Right. You may have lifted it before. You know, and, and not too long ago. Right. But you get in there a couple of days later and you don't <laughs> you know, you it might not be the same right. for you. You know, right. you're thinking you're going in there trying to show something. Right. And exactly. It humbles you again. Right. See, what a lot of black men need is outlets. Right. They need outlets. They need better outlets. Right. You know, right. like right. one thing that always breaks my heart is what I see is a lot of young men like to just physically dominate each other without some kind of form of structure. Mm -hmm. You know, when it comes to physical violence, we, we right. go into it. We want to send this man to the hospital rather than just send him home with a black eye. When we could just do <laughs> on the gloves. Right. You right. know, and just duked it out right. in the streets right. for a couple rounds. Right. And, hey, we probably a have friendly more respect fate. for a each friendly other. Fate. A friendly fate. probably be cool. Right. You know, whenever right. some shit really go down, like right. the whole thing in Alabama. <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like people are afraid of taking L's nowadays, too. Right. You know, and, you know, it's just shit. It's crazy. A lot of niggas out here take a L. They'll man. go back and kill you. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, you, you, it's it's better to let it go. That's it's that's just the way it goes right. for us as a black man. It's better to let it go. Right. And that's the way society is conditioned. A lot of men, but some men just don't give a damn. No. You know, and 
they willing to take that chance. But for a lot of us men that are disciplined, we are just as courageous. Right. We are just as bold. Right. Because we actually choose peace over violence. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's better to be a warrior in the garden than to be a gardener in the war. Jim. So, you know, it's just like Jim. what a lot of young uh guys gotta understand, you ain't gotta always go there. Right. Sometimes it's okay to walk away. Right. You right. know, it's what I've learned too, because you gotta really think about the circumstances of where it can lead. And yep. I think a lot of people not thinking long term. You know, long term short term. Short term. And it's in the moment now. I feel like my man has been tested. So now I gotta just, you know, but you one thing you have to understand is you have to understand your strength. Mm-hmm. And you have to understand your weaknesses. Because once you understand both sides, right. that's when you become a man. Right. Because every man has weaknesses. Right. Achilles of course. had weaknesses. Of course. His name came from that. Right. Right. So it's just like you have to you just have to humble down, like for real. Yeah. That's just what it is, man. Yeah, you just man. humble down, and life will humble you. Man. At some point. Yeah, that's true. Man. At some point. Man, man. I'd rather do it while I'm younger. Right. Then when you, I get right, old. Right, right. Like a lot of these niggas be in their fifties. Right. And you know it's too late at that point. It'd be like, damn. Right. You know? If I had this respect <laughs> twenty five years ago, yo, right. What am right. I gonna do? Right. At fifty, my body is no longer the same that it right. was at thirty five. Right. I have no time to regret right. what I've done. Right. You know, and I have no time to trip. Right. You know, I have to find the right kind of outlets to keep my mental right. Right. Therapy plays such a major role. Absolutely. It plays such a major role. Right. And I'm sitting, man, like, I know I'm going off like this, but. Mm-hmm. Talk your talk. You man. know, I'm sitting and I'm, I'm talking to my brother and my dad, and I just see their mental state, you know, just by the way that they leave things around the house. You right. know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, cleanliness is next to, you know, your, your, your mind frame. You know what right. I'm saying? And just. There's just things that are out of place, you know, when it comes to, you know, the mental state. And mm-hmm. a lot of things are just overlooked and people just don't talk. Right. You know, and it's just like so much dealing with. Right. You no, know, I get it. I get it. I get it. We internalize so much and we don't externalize it. Right. Just the way that we externalize it is just bad, bro. It is, man. It is. But, you know, like I said, man. It's it's, it's perspective. It's 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 always something that we like to leave and and just understand yeah. that when it's all over, when it's all said and said and done, we got it off our chest. We did what we had to do yeah. to come in and decompress. Yeah. And again, on the spot, you know, at the spot, this is a, a show where we can come and decompress. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't want you to ever feel like you just ranting and raving. It's a show where we come and decompress, yeah. and this is a place where it's a safe haven. It's a safe space for for yeah. all people to come by yeah. and give their perspective on whatever it is that they, yeah. they believe. And again, I'm not here to change you. You're not here to change me. Right. But we are here to get real. Absolutely, we are here to get real, man. Man, so. and it's it's just a thing of of beauty, mm-hmm. you know, when you're actually able to. Is decompress as a black man. Absolutely, because it's like you be, you be in a situation where you be ready. You just it's, it's right. 50 fifty for right. you. So you you choosing the white wolf or the black wolf right. today? Right. You exactly. choose violence or peace today? Exactly. It's like a thin line. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, 
you know, we are the minority right. out here. No, I dig. You know what I'm I saying? Dig. Regardless of where we go, we I have dig. to also keep that in mind. Yeah. Black men. You yeah, know what absolutely. I'm saying? And, and we are singled out, you know, even by our own women. Oh, absolutely. Which hurts. <laughs> it sucks. Because I think black women, and you know, with a lot of these young black women today, they think that a lot of men are out to get them. A lot of black men are out to do them wrong. No, honestly, we want to obtain black women. We love black women more than they think. You know, well, that's a that's a division that was created. It's um, like that's, it's, a, that's a Jim Crow. That's a Jim Crow that was created in by our culture. Yeah, uh, it was it was it was it was um, it was laws and not laws, but it was it was perspective from a white man to keep us separated. Yeah. Um, to keep the light skin separated from the dark skin, yeah. uh, to keep, you know what I'm saying? And, and it was all to continue to keep the cycle going of separation mm. for us. It was all to keep a, um, to keep us divided, to keep us always against each other. And right. you would think that stuff was created in like 17, 1800s. Man. And it's still prevalent to, in 2023. Yeah. It sucks. It really yeah. sucks. But man, thank you for coming by, man. Yeah, man. I got to wrap it. You know, we got to wrap it up, man. But yeah. You know, um, I really, really appreciate you, man. No doubt, um, no doubt. You know, I really appreciate you for coming by, man, and, and dropping this gym on me, yeah. man, and blessing me, bro. This is the very first episode, man. And you know, I'm, I'm gonna make sure that you know, you know, we always have a place to go to decompress, mm -hmm. to, to, to um, feel safe mm -hmm. in an environment to talk freely, to be vulnerable with each other, because there's nothing wrong with black men being vulnerable. There's Absolutely. nothing wrong with that, right? And the, the the they try to sell you that you are always there have to be the strong one. You always mm -hmm. have to be the manliest man in the room. Mm -hmm. You always gotta have your chest poked out and all of this shit. But man, we cry, mm -hmm. we hurt, we go through things just like everybody else, man. That's and a fact, man. They don't fact. really give us room or a platform or anywhere to speak on this kind of mm -hmm. stuff. So man, thank you for coming by today. No man. doubt, man. I do have to ask you a question though. Yeah. We are based around the culture. Mm -hmm. So I always get, you know, perspective on 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 different Yeah, I got <laughs> you. Bad, I um I always give you different we're about to wrap it up, but real quick, real quick. Um real quick. You had to bring there's a concert. Mm -hmm. Concert going on. Um, five artists. Mm -hmm. Bring them back. Dead or alive. Dead or got? alive. Uh, uh, number one, I would have to say, uh, Miles Davis. Ooh, I would say Miles Davis is one. Yeah, Miles. Um, Sam Cooke, uh, Michael Jackson. Sheesh. Um, Frank Ocean and Pharrell. Yeah. Nice. That's it. Nice. Kind of jazz. I don't, I don't know what, what it is, but I always lean towards jazz for some reason. It's yeah. just like, even in like the music that I compose, there's some yeah. kind of jazz thing in it. Nothing wrong it's with that. It's the swing of it. It's just, it's, it's addicting. Nothing so, wrong with that. Well, thank yeah. you, man, for coming by, man. I really appreciate you, brother, yeah. for coming by. Thank you for joining me on the spot. As yeah. always, I want to wish you peace.